Jess. James. Mate. How are you? Where are you? Are you at home? Are you at work? What are you doing? I'm on my break at work and we're going to get this podcast done. Are you on your break? Let's do it. Yeah, I'm on my break. I'm working from home. I'm in my PJs. It's all it's Perfect. all happening right now. <laughs> We've got under 30 minutes to get deep into the topic. Do you want to introduce the topic this week? Let's do it. Well, James, I was completely astounded by not only what's happening in Melbourne, what's happening around the world. And this tornado that has just ravaged a number of states in America was just like mind boggling. And then recently they've had a dust storm as well, but we'll get into that. But I was like, what the hell? It's never been done before. Well, it has been done, but I've never seen anything like this before, you know? It's absolutely insane. Absolutely. Like I would never want to live in any of those states, especially in like the tornado alley, I think they call it. Yeah. Because you never know. Crazy. You never know. Absolutely crazy. Um, So I was at work um, a few weeks back and the storm came and the storm rolled it over um, and it went black as black and I thought it was going to be the end of the world and um, the wind was going crazy and there was a little bit of a, um, what do you call it, a wind, is that a wind tunnel? Yeah. Or a wind swirl. Yeah. There was a little bit of one of them. And I was like, oh my God. And then it went. I was like, I got it. It disappeared. But I was like, holy crap. Yeah. It's quite, um, it's quite crazy how it creates the, um, the swirl. Yeah. Like the funnel of like. Yeah. I was watching, I don't know whether you've seen it like on TikTok and people are just filming, like they're just like, what's that sound? And they're filming and they're like, quick, everyone, go down to the shelter. Like, can you imagine? Like, yeah, did you also hear the horrible news um, this week of the children? I think it happened yesterday or the day before Um, in Tasmania. They were in a jumping castle for the grade five graduation and four kids I think four or five kids passed away, unfortunately. Um, the wind got under the jumping castle, lifted it up into the air, and the kids fell to their deaths, which just gets to show you again of just how, like, um, you know, Mother Nature can be so um, crazy. Like, wind can have such a, um, you know, huge um, force, you know, I agree. And, it's just um, had such an impact. And there it's was a, insane, actually. Yeah. There was a man in um, who worked for Amazon and they refused to let him leave. And then the warehouse all went and he died. Um, he yeah, was sending messages that. to his partner and they're like, they're not letting us leave. And she's like, are you okay? Are you okay? And I was just like, how horrible. You know that someone's out in the thick of it and you're just sending you know, messages. I also think it also is like quite crazy in terms of like a lot of these people, um, like their houses and everything just like completely decimated. Yeah, it's just you've seen the images and I'm sure people out there have seen them where it's just like people's livelihoods are just, it's almost like 
the fires that happen in Melbourne, like all of a sudden, boom, you know, it's just all completely gone. And the families are just devastated. And you're hearing the stories of like, there's been 70 or 80, I think, people that have passed from this. And it's just that thing of like, it just takes me back to those TikTok videos where all of a sudden you hear something, you look and there's a massive, but they say like when a tornado is coming at you and you don't really notice, like there's like some sort of a phenomenon that when it's coming towards you and you're in the thick of it, you can see something abnormal, but you can't actually see the twister. Oh, wow. Yeah. Like maybe when you're right in the thick of it. I was like, you can just like major wind is happening around you. But when you're right dead set in the middle of it, it's some weird phenomenon. I read that somewhere. That's crazy. Yeah. yeah. Remember the movie Twister? Yeah. You know, as soon as this, you know, kicked off, I remember when growing up, it was what Jurassic Park, Titanic, Twister. Twister. It was an absolute. And like down into the basement. Yeah. Like, Helen Hunt. Put the door down. Yeah. 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 You put the door down it's and it's Yeah. <laughs> it's just so typical. Yeah. I think it's the only one that's captured the horror, you know, of like mm. an insane twister. <laughs> I remember just being like so scared of them, like from that movie, being like, oh no, what if we have a tornado or a twister? And um, I know, like, obviously we get cyclones up north here in Australia, like North Queensland, up north of WA and up north of um, Darwin. Obviously the Darwin um, cyclone was a major one in terms of, um, it was New Year's Eve, I think it was. Yeah. yeah. When was that? It would have been a bit crazy. It's just like you wake up and it's all gone. It's just nuts. Mm. It's just nuts. Like, and on top of that, like sometimes even for tsunamis, people don't have enough time to even put the alarm on or anything of the sort. It's just, yeah, there was an earthquake in Indonesia this week and they were yeah. worried whether there was going to be a um, tsunami. And lucky imagine um, there wasn't. Yeah. I wonder what a tsunami would look like from space. Or like a storm in general, like the collection of clouds. And I'm like sure that lightning. like there would be um, vision of it. Yeah, I'm actually quite intrigued. <laughs> satellites and stuff. It's very interesting. I guess it just looks like a big wave, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> maybe you can see it from space, maybe. Maybe, maybe not. Mm. But yeah, just to like highlight, we'll give some people some facts if they happen to hear about it but not really know what's going on with this tornado. So basically late Friday and early Saturday across parts of the central and southern areas of the United States, like collapsing buildings, debris everywhere, just obviously, and a death toll could exceed 80. Were they saying now, like I literally, when I heard about it, I'm like, oh, okay, it's one tornado just going across. But literally it was like 30 tornadoes. And can oh, you imagine wow. being in the thick of it, looking at different angles? Like I can't. Sounds even. like a worst nightmare. Yeah, and it's like you're either going to live or die. Like it's just, mm. yeah, it's like a worst nightmare indeed. And it just made me think, like in these moments, even when the earthquake happened here, like what's the one thing I would grab, other than people around me? And for me, it would be my memories, like my photos. And then it made me think because I've got all them like behind me in like a cabinet. 
like in albums that I should digitally um, scan them so I can have them on my phone. hundred percent. That's a really good idea because, you know, we never know what might actually happen to something, the physical copy or something. You can't yeah. guarantee. It's kind of like insurance. You don't cloud. think about it. Yeah. yeah. At least with the cloud, you know, you've actually got something there obviously it could possibly get wiped yeah or hacked etc etc but you know put over a few places yeah like an external hard drive I have quite a bit on an external hard drive and I have iCloud and all of that you do your and Dropbox and I don't know all of that but then and then OneDrive and then you're just like I think majority of it because I went through it when the earthquake happened um is just me taking pictures of food and I'm just like my important pictures of my parents growing up and me growing up are not on this. <laughs> Otherwise, it's I'll just quite interesting, isn't it? How we just take pictures of food or yeah, uh, you know, these days instead of actually with the people around us, like oh, let's like all take a group photo and be done with it, you know? Yeah. yeah. And like mine is also like whenever I park somewhere, I take a picture of the level. Because I'm that person that's just like, where have I parked? What level? Where's my car? So there's like an actual, yeah. I take a picture of the car. Then I take a picture of the lift where the number is. And I take a picture of the building to make sure. So it's all all of my pictures that are being backed up are just bloody useless. Unless I go that's missing so and I don't know exactly where. Like, uh, but it's just so funny. It's just so when things like these happen, like. Even like insurance, it made me think like my superannuation and all of it, like what are my benefits? What are my disadvantages? It makes you go the extra mile where you get so- Are you covered? Yeah. Yeah. Are you covered by this? Or that, or if I'm covered only for a little bit, what do I need to do to get to the next step? Like it's just, there's a lot Mm. of things. It's kind of like even probably having like a will. Like you don't think about it until you're probably, I don't know, 60 or 70 or even even then. Like, <laughs> but you just yeah. never know what a day could bring. You 100%. never know what a day could bring. Never know. Um, can you just explain to me a little bit about how like a tornado comes about? Like from my yeah. understanding of it, it's the crossing of weather patterns with each other um, now with the climate chart they see what I wrote in uh like our Facebook and Instagram page there was a section there that's arguing that climate change has a big you know deal with this as well where with the rising temperature in the air that it's just all coming it's just it's something next level like to have 30 tornadoes in one is just bizarre Another question I have is that a lot of um, the global uh, warming, um, well, global uh, climate change models don't account for the role of plastics, Um, plastics Mm -hmm. in our water, plastics in our oceans, because obviously every minute a truckload of plastic waste is being emptied into our oceans around the world at least Uh, and we don't actually know if it's worse and the impact of the microplastics in the heating of the oceans because you know how hot plastic under the foot gets quite hot when it's out in the sun so 
Um, you've also got to imagine if the oceans are heating up and there's also plastic in it. Plastics are made from fossil fuels, yeah. like the oil stuff. So it's probably going to be heating up as well. Then also um, the microplastics can float, but they can also sink. So we don't know how much is sitting on the very bottom edge of our, you know, of our uh, oceans. So I, um, a lot of this modeling and everything doesn't take into account of that. That's what makes me think mm. that maybe we're more screwed than, than we think. Than what we're thinking. Because I don't know if you've seen, they do these um, with the boats. Like I saw it recently where they collect on the surface and a bit below, but there's only so much that a boat can do. And just that yeah. alone, just a tiny bit, the amount of random. The biggest thing is that you just need to um, switch. Like the biggest thing that the world needs to do, like right now as a globe, is just to literally switch off the tap. Like yeah. we should be using all the plastic we already have and recycling it to make new credit cards, to make new. You know what I mean? Like use it's that. Like, um... This also you, came we've up. already got that resource. It's like yeah. you don't need to produce a new virgin plastic. You can produce recycled plastic. Yeah, there might be some color variation. There might be some differences. Yeah. Oh, well, it's a better for the, you know, it's better for the world. We've got this problem. May as well keep using it. That's the problem, isn't it? And I've recently, because I'm into these podcasts now, never used to be into podcasts, but now I think is the time. And there was this one podcast like explaining about different, different civilizations that we have lost over time. And because we haven't documented, like there's a significant amount of like the human race that we have not documented or not. And it, they were debating how um, back then that they had the knowledge possibly of plastic, but diverted from that to become some like eco-friendly version for plates and spoons and but then we lost that due to like, you know, I don't know, who knows, like anything that diseases that have ravaged and have killed so many, like there's the number of things that have happened on this earth are endless and we don't have knowledge. And we only started like documenting recently, just a couple of thousand years ago. So it's just very interesting how we're just off track and to get back on track, is it too late or is it not too late is the big question you know but apparently there's three different tornadoes since you asked and they vary in different forms of course along with their size and shape and it's more like yeah like what i said before like it's a bit of a phenomenon where they can't even explain exactly what compresses and starts a tornado but in a nutshell i guess number one <laughs> is a supercell tornado so wedges are generally the biggest and most destructive twisters. They're pretty easy to spot because they're usually as wide as they are tall. Wedges come from supercell tornado storm systems, which, are, which also produce similar twisters known as stovepipes, ropes, elephant trunks, or multi-vortex tornadoes. And there's one, like there's a video here and it shows like of Oklahoma actually, actually documenting this. And it's just extremely very strong and would likely rate on the higher end of the enchanted Fujita scale. Hmm. That's number one. 
Number two is a non-supercell tornado. They are often recognized as land spouts and water spouts, and the weather doesn't have to be horrible for them to form. They are skinnier, sometimes rope-like, and don't last as long as their wedge tornadoes, their cousins, and they tend to be more localized and do less harm. Interesting. And then lastly, we have a tornado-like vortex. So let's begin with, okay. So there is a term here, gust natos. And no, that's not a made up word. That's what they're called. These are just like spin-ups and that pop up along what's called the gust fr front of a storm system. Similar to like dust devils, apparently another term, which is like little whirlwinds that whip up dirt on baseball fields and trash like around there in order to like spin up so it starts mm. from the ground up dust devils can form in perfectly sunny skies and you just get heat so heat that warms one place may stimulate the spin like what the hell water heat like <laughs> and then one that's just bloody out of its mind destructive like the supercell tornado looks insane. Like the other ones look like funnels. Yeah, funnels. And then this one, like the last one I mentioned, the tornado like vortex one is kind of like, or vortices or something like that is basically you can see the heat and it's just stimulating and coming up where the first one is like massive. It's just gigantic and it's just whipping. But yeah, who would have known like, you don't know the, it's like even tsunamis. I never heard, no one even heard that word before until it happened. Like probably in Japan and places where it's quite common, but when it hit like Sri Lanka and all those other places, just like, what the hell? And actually mm. reading into these things are bloody scary. <laughs> mm. Wow. And the speeds of like a fire wheel. So the last one I was mentioning, the tornado like, vortices or vortex can reach yeah. speeds of up to 143 mph 143 miles per hour that is insane wow. so that's like 210 kilometers yeah 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 wow that's scary it's mental it's also mental yeah. how like crazy you know winds can be like strong winds yeah it's like whoa you know, like when it's such a strong wind that you literally feel the winds blowing you. Yeah, it's kind of like when we had that, it's kind of like on top of that, like they just suffered a dust storm. Mm. So less than a week after the swarm of powerful tornadoes devastated five US states, a freakish windstorm has brought like a dust bowl conditions and strong gusts to the Great Plains in the Midwest of America. Wow. That came afterward. And there's an image. It kind of looks like Armageddon. Like <laughs> it's just a still town with like this dust thing. Well, that's kind of like what we went through. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Only like a tiny bit of like this. Mm -hmm. It was unbelievable of being in the office and watching this thing just sweep through. Like, and then all of a sudden it cleared. It's just Mother Nature. Insane. <laughs> just Melbourne just like comes in, causes havoc and goes yeah and then just buggers off what's no, a cyclone again. 
you get tornadoes and then you get cyclones. So I just think like they're different. The different aren't they just different um, names? So with um, apparently not. Um, so it just depends of how they stimulate, what causes the effect, oh, so okay. to speak. And because of that, one was heat. So that was like the third one, the vortex I was talking about. This one is yeah. saying like a cyclone is a large scale air mass that rotates around a strong center of low atmospheric pressure, counterclockwise in the Northern hemisphere and counterclockwise, oh no, and clockwise in the Southern hemisphere. Wow. So cyclones are char characterized by inward spiral winds that rotate about a zone of low pressure. That is insane. So it just depends on the type. But either way, if one's coming my way, fuck me. <laughs> yeah, I don't want to be around one. Could we get a, a cyclone in Victoria? Cyclone possibility. You know, with probably with global warming, I wouldn't be surprised if even one Christmas it's snowing here. You know? That's true. Um, okay, so cyclone reports have happened in Australia dating back to 1970. Nothing about Victoria. Tropical cyclone joined. Okay, this was when was this? A couple of years back, we came into contact with the tropical a cyclone and a joint tycoon. We did. Yeah. We but it has, yeah. Hmm. But nothing like from what we saw yeah, in like Kentucky yeah. or from what we've seen, but I hope not. I bloody well hope mm. not. That's mental though. Yeah. You would have <sighs> thought. Yeah. Please. It's just crazy. So ones, so with, you know, like how they call it tornado alley, is that because of the heat pressure in the plains like what's causing it to be there all the time or is it because of the Atlantic and the Pacific meeting so the tornado alley the term was first used in 1952 they studied yeah. severe weather in Texas Louisiana Arkansas uh, what Kansas right Oklahoma yeah. South Dakota, Nebraska, and a few other places. Let me just see. Wow, there's a full-on image here. That is insane. We'll have to include it in the post. There's nothing that really post. defines as to why, though. Yeah. There's nothing here. They're just saying facts. This happened here. That fa happened here. There's nothing. Let me... You keep talking and I'll just keep going here. Tornado Alley. Yeah. Like, but why, oh, why is it so frequent? Tornado yeah. Alley receives the highest amount of tornadoes because the plains are flat enough to provide for all the necessary ingredients for a tornado.
during the summer months, hot air gathers on the plains and creates updrafts. When the warm air hits the cold air, stirs up the, uh, the thunderstorms causing rotation. And that's the first stage in a tornado. That's what I thought because it's flat plains. Okay. That's nuts, isn't it? Hills, like mm. you would have thought. <laughs> mm. Crazy. Since 1952 onwards, that means there's been changes to climate change, even that time. Mm. It's kind of like when you see um, in Antarctica, in the Arctic areas, it's just, um, you can see the, they take a picture of the before and after like a hundred years ago, this like iceberg, and now it's got completely gone. It's just scary. Mm. And like all these lovely little islands like Hawaii or the Maldives or Sri Lanka or any of them, all these little islands will one day be no longer there. And that's so sad. Just I think it will be interesting to see what the bushfire season is going to do over the oh next God. few years here in Australia. Yeah. Every year. Isn't that way it? we can really start to see what's going on. Um, I think it's obviously a topic that's like was very interesting, but also a topic that we'll probably dive into more with like climate change. It'd be cool to get some, um, maybe we can get some people who um, obviously work in that space and work in the mo modeling and have a in-depth conversation with someone who does the modeling for what they think is going to be happening in the future. Yeah. That would be good if we can get some professional advice. Yeah. yeah, that would be really good. I'm on that. I'm so on that. Yeah. You research and I'll research. We'll find someone because I think people would like to hear and know. Yeah, absolutely. Well, next week is our Christmas, well, pre-Christmas show. <laughs> um, I was thinking for the theme, we'll just make it around Christmas. 100%. Like last yes, year, perfect. like it feels like last year when we exchanged gifts <laughs> under the Christmas tree and we filmed it. Yeah, awesome. Cool. Well, thanks for listening. Thank you. And have a lovely week. See you next week. Bye. Bye.